Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Bobby Cowan Podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers online casino and sportsbook app today. I don't know about you, but I'm footballed out. Usually you get to the you get to the playoffs and you figure, okay, great. There's a couple of games this week. You know, I'll be able to focus. Did you watch? Have you watched all five so far? I watched at least some of all five. Yeah. I I, I actually took a game off. Oh, did you? Which one? I, well, it was the wrong one to take off. Jacksonville? No, 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 no. I, I, I was that one was so shocking that I, 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 I kept with it. I, I, I took the Vikings Giants off, and as I, I was I, going to, but, but it turned I, out to be a pretty good football game. Well, I, and I watched enough of the highlights uh, last night to know. Oh my goodness gracious, the Vikings, uh, the Vikings do it again, and uh, and the Giants, uh, the Giants are a really good story. Remember when? We used to say all the time, you know, in the postseason, it's defense, almost in every sport. Pitching matters more in 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 the in the playoffs than it yeah. does during the regular season. Basketball's defense, football's defense, hockey is defense. Not much defense. No, and, this weekend. No, and I'll tell you what, it's it's. I mean, the NFL, and it's. I'm gonna I'm gonna be captain obvious here. Is such a quarterback driven league now. You know, well, look. I mean, sure. just. My goodness gracious! Just fantastic. Um, uh, one of those one of those weeks where the teams that have big name quarterbacks seem to squeak through. That's for sure. Well, listen, we'll talk about all that. Our guest today is uh, Bob Ryan of the Boston. Speaking of big Globe. name quarterbacks, uh, yeah, there was a pretty good one in Boston for a long time, uh, or just outside Boston. Uh, we'll take a break, and then Bob Ryan after this. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. Hi, this is Bob McCowan for BetRivers.com. Hey, if you're looking for a sports book or casino app, you should check out the BetRivers Sports and Casino app today. Play all of your favorite casino games for real money anywhere and anytime. Plus, get in the action with each sports game with hundreds of sports betting options. And get ready to feel like a VIP because you'll earn both loyalty level points and bonus store points on every real money wager you make. You must be 19 plus, available in Ontario only. Please play responsibly. If you have questions or concerns about your gambling or someone close to you, contact Connex Ontario at 1-866-531-2600 or speak to an advisor free of charge. Bet Rivers, 
Shannon.com. McCown and Shannon back with you, and uh, Bob Ryan of the Boston Globe is uh, with us. Good morning, Mr. Ryan. How are you? Oh, I'm doing fine, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, here's a question that, I, that I've pondered for a while now. Given his status in New England, um, what kind of reception does Brady get where, when you play when he plays a game of, of this kind of significance in the Boston area? That is an interesting question. I, I've it's the plurality. You know, you know, more more people are are uh, fond of him and are going to root for him. Are going to be grateful to him for everything he did here and all the success. Then aren't. It's not unanimous. There's no question there. But I, I'm, I'll throw a theoretical number out there, 75, 25 in, in, in his favor. Oh, but really? There's, there's, yeah, I think so. I think, but I may, I may be wrong. The worst, it's 60, 40. I, I promise yeah. you that. It, it is, it's definitely more people are still grateful and thankful and, 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 you know, and have fond memories of, and will root for Tom Brady tonight than won't. Since the Belichick-Brady divorce, uh, has has – has Belichick's stock dropped? Oh, it's definitely dropped in, in the, the, this year. I mean, you know, he set himself up in the summer uh, with this uh, decision not to have a, an official offensive coordinator of consequence and to recycle two buddies who were defensive player uh, coaches and and said to my colleague, Dan Shaughnessy, if this doesn't work out, it's on me. Well, it didn't work out. And he won't acknowledge it. He's 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 going defensive. He's going underground. He's you know he's he's being petty. Um, he's being classic Belichick. And so people are getting you know the last the people that the shines off uh, for a lot of people. You know it, we you put up with his quirky behavior when things when you when you're winning, and and obviously it's like a lot of things in life. And and you don't put up with the quirky behavior so much if if he's not winning. Do you think there is any danger that Belichick will be fired? I think not. That, that's a great question. Bob Kraft has indulged him over the years. All you let him do, do it his way, his Sinatra, my way, uh, yeah. all the way. And and um, he, but Bob Kraft went on record last year as before the current season, before the twenty two season, as saying that uh, he's not. He is not winning a playoff game in three years is very bothersome. He's very upset. I forget the exact phraseology, but that's what he said. So now it's four years, and and Belichick, as we just discussed, just discussed, had, had this this disastrous decision about the offensive coordinator, and uh, I, we don't know what Bob Kraft really thinks. We know that there have been differences uh, in the past uh, in, about certain things, but he's always come around and said, "Hey, I don't interfere with Bill Belichick." I don't know. I mean, uh, I. I it, it's hard to say. I would be very surprised if you know if, if he ever got fired. I right. we're waiting for him to step aside. But uh, I, you know, he wants. Here's the, the mitigating factor. He wants to. We all think to catch Don Shuler. He'll need at least two really good years or three to do it. I forget the number exactly, but it, it, it's going to take a while. And and you know how much will Kraft indulge him solely for that? You think this gonna... is important to Belichick? Yes, it is important. He first of all, he is as astute an NFL historian as any coach has ever been in history of this league. I will go so far as to say that I find it difficult to believe there's ever been a coach who was more of a of a football, all around football, knowledgeable enthusiast beyond the X's and O's than and then uh, 
Bill Belichick. He's acutely aware of history, and and he definitely wants to catch Don Shula. Yeah. Your your point about uh, never being fired. I, I mean, this to me has been such a strong relationship for such a long time. There would be something to allow a, a graceful departure if it ever occurs, don't you think? Yeah, well, but, you know, you're talking about the personality that, you know, Belichick has never displayed gracefulness, <laughs> if you will. Uh, and, you know, it's it's going to be, it's a, it's a tricky situation. Let's face it. It's, it's I won't say unprecedented because when, when uh, you know, we all know that uh, Tom Landry didn't survive uh, Dallas the way he should have. You know, but, but that was a change in ownership, though, more than yes, anything. That was a change in ownership, Jerry Jones. Yes, of, of course. We've, so this is an, unpre an unprecedented situation, obviously. A coach has had the success that Belichick has had, regardless of however he did it. He did it his way, but the, who's had that success and, and, and an owner who's profited. I mean, you can imagine the, the exponential growth of the value of his franchise from in, in the last 23 years. I mean, it's, it's astonishing. And, yeah. and, and he can owe a lot to two people you know one of them is still playing football and the other one's still coaching his team um it, it's always you know like a, you get a new job you're in peril at, at some point but has anybody ever thought about who's who might step in if belichick well, leaves i well, mean it's a ridiculous question really well, because we don't know when that's going to happen no well of course there've been, you know, various coaching alum, uh, coaching tree people, most of them have been unsuccessful. Right. And, you know, and so, you know, whether it was Charlie Weiss who flamed out in two different places afterward or three and, and, and Josh McDaniels was once again showing, you know, maybe he's a great Lieutenant and not a great general. And, and there's been many others, but um, right now the, the, the most successful candidate, uh, the, the uh, offspring is Brian Dable so far. Right. And, and whether he'd ever, you know, the thing is, you think about this, they made something out of nothing here in terms of, the, of, of attractiveness uh, in, a, in a, a football franchise situation. Before the, this all took place, everything began with Bill Barcells, first of all. You have to start with this. Their respectability began when, when, when James Bush Orthwine hired Bill Parcells. That's when it started. Before The Patriots were not exactly a plum franchise for any, a destination. It's not a glamorous location. It's not a weather, a, a warm weather place. Their football uh, was number four in priority until until the Brady Belichick era around here. Um, it could revert. I don't think that this is at heart a football area. It, it, it's a Patriot area, and 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 that's a, there's a difference. And I think and and so is this really a plum job for someone after you know when it, when the dust settles and 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 Belichick's gone and, and and all the memories of the championships are gone and they're just another franchise, which right now is just what they are. Their 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 record was perfectly emblematic of who they are. They're just a blah franchise in the NFL right now. Right. Well, it's interesting because you said the Belichick era. I mean, you you could have to you'd have to say it's as much the Brady era. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. I mean, it, it's he he coached one year without Bell without Brady. Oh, no, Brady. No, he's never coached. He Brady was a, a ill new a seldom used sub uh uh his first year. Brady first year, yeah. And then of course Mo Lewis changed history by knocking out Bledsoe. Period. We know that. <laughs> no, it's true. Change NFL history by knocking yeah. out Bledsoe. And and so uh yeah, but right, that that it coincided. The Belichick and Brady came the same year, two thousand. Yeah. So you know, there will be those who, who might now look at things, especially since the last three or four years have not gone well, and say, you know, 
it was it was Brady that was. The... Oh, it's been that's been a huge part of the dialogue in the last two years when sure. Brady goes on and wins another Super Bowl, and Belichick's uh, now he did they did okay, uh, you know, but 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 they they made the playoffs last year with with, with uh, Mac Jones, but but no, obviously there's been a vast difference in the in the level of success between the two, and oh, that's one of the great parlor games that people play is is who yeah, even when they were here together it was oh who's more responsible. And now that's part of the, the dialogue around here is is is, is the, the competition, if you will, between Brady and Belichick. Yeah, the question, I guess, is is the owner uh, debating that point? Yeah, well, true. Because we had, you know, uh, the, the one thing that was interesting, uh, the one time when, you know, Belichick was, we think, was ready to uh, move on when he drafted Garoppolo. Right. And Garoppolo wound up being traded to, to San Francisco. Uh, I was among many who believe that that was a power play that was won by uh, uh, the, the owner and the quarterback. And that Belichick was very content to let Bel Brady go at that point. And, and consider that he sent Garoppolo to San Francisco um, for 50 cents on the dollar. Mm -hmm. And he sent him to a, 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 a excellent franchise that he respected. He didn't exile him to some football Siberia. He made sure right. he was going to give Garoppolo the best possible home we could find for him, which he did. And uh, so that, but there was, it was pretty clear at the time that that's not a trade he wanted to make. He made that trade under great duress. Well, I remember Kraft, there was, so, sorry, John. I was just, does Robert Kraft have a relationship with players like he had with Brady? Um, he talks over the year. I go back, yes, from the beginning. He likes to talk about it. He has excellent relationships with various players. And yes, not just Brady. Brady was like a surrogate son. There's no doubt, you know, no doubt about that. And uh, another, yet another Kraft's, uh, you know, male offspring. But um, the, the, um, but no, he likes to pride himself on that. He has hands-on relationship with, with players, yes. When we had not seen any, almost anything of Garoppolo, Garoppolo uh, there was a, a, a sense that this is the guy, this is the guy who can replace Tom Brady which is pretty tough to do under any circumstance. But do you think that Garoppolo um, achieved what uh, he, he should have in San Francisco? And, and, and I think he's, you know, he's a quality quarterback that you can win with and prove you can get to a Super Bowl with, you know, once you get to that game, well, you know, whatever happens happens. But, but I, I think he fulfilled um uh, what we believe to be Belichick's vision of what he could be. Yes, I do believe that. You do? Yeah. yeah I mean, he, you know, he's, he's a respected quarterback in this league. I, I mean, right now, let's, let's say the 49ers win with Brock Purdy mm. this year, which is not inconceivable, obviously. No. Bell, I think Garoppolo would be a very sought after commodity among several teams looking for quarterbacks for the 2023 season. We, just, see, we, we seem to say that every year <laughs> about yeah, Garoppolo. I mean, that's I know the amazing well, thing. Yeah. Now it's just that the, the, the details have changed. Now the yeah. details from a year ago when no one ever heard of Brock Purdy, you know, is that Brock Purdy may be very well be, be emulating or repeating what Belichick, what Brady himself did in the 2021 slash 20, uh, 102 and, right. and, you know, come in and step in and win a, a, a and win a Super Bowl. And speaking uh, now that you've uh, got us out of talking Patriots and talking football period, what's, what, what's your thought on a, the extended schedule so that uh, teams aren't eight and eight, they're eight and nine or nine and eight. <laughs> and then, and, and then this, this new playoff format, uh, do, you, do, was, do you buy into it? 
I was a put no, I mean, I was opposed to the expansion simply on the safety basis. I mean, football's tough enough. Adding another game, I think, was was very. It was it was a. It's obviously it's about one thing. It's about money, and and, and as so many other things in life are. All right, they did it. Uh, they they can talk all the lip service they wanted about safe player safety. Adding another game that was not necessary. No one was really asking for it within the league. You think any comp any 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 coach in the league was asking for another game? I doubt very much. I know players weren't asking for another game. Nobody was asking for another game. So now they concoct they have to concoct a a, a, a new for, playoff formula. And of course, it got you know challenged because of what happened with the with with Demar Hamlin uh, and and all that. Now I'm the the one that the the way they do, they're doing it. I don't. You know what? See, I'm just, I don't really care because what the NFL does is what the NFL. It's not my passion. NFL is business to me, and you know, it's not baseball. It's not basketball. It's football. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have a burning, flaming, passionate de- def- uh, desire to defend football on any on any level. I'll repeat what I've said a hundred times. This is not new. If they stop playing football in the next five minutes, I wouldn't miss it. Hmm. I, really? I, I appreciate it. I lived with it my whole life, but it's not my passion. So whatever they want to do, I don't really give a damn. You are you're awesome. in the minority, and that's in your country, Bob. The way that, the way. Oh, that... I'm well aware of that, and I'm yeah. proud of that. Um, yeah. I, I think I think the fact that this this game this this barbaric exercise that we have codified to a degree uh, is the most popular sport in America. It says something about this country that I don't think is very good. But I'm not sure how to. I, I, I hate to, to add jump jump on here, but the most popular sport in America by far. <laughs> oh yeah, and that's the that's the disparity Never. now. I mean, you look look at look at the rate TV ratings Christmas Day, NBA. I think the best game was four and a half million, and the NFL had three games and they were all over twenty. Oh, I mean, I'm, it was I'm, phenomenal. And and uh, we can go analyze the reasons till kingdom come. But you know, the reason one of the strong reasons it's one of the, it, it's a phenomenal betting vehicle. It's it's an ideal betting vehicle, and number two, it's 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 an event once a week. It's not every day. Right. It's not you come back tomorrow. It's something you plan for. You talk about. There's a whole rhythm and cycle about how we prepare ourselves for football and how we w- watch football, and we all know that. And uh, uh, it, it it it's a huge advantage over other over the other sports. Um, I have an ex-wife. One of my ex-wives, who is not a, a sports fan by any stretch of the imagination has been involved in an NFL pool for many years, long before, you know, the quote-unquote legalization of, of sports betting and the NFL's adoption of the same. Uh, you know, that that's a big part of this. Um, you know, She's still involved, Bob? Still involved, yep. Still does it, you know, beginning of the year, writes down all her, 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 uh, her picks. Every week, week after week, <laughs> and um, I mean, look—that's a big part of it. No, I look, look. First of all, I mean, this is we're entering a whole other, you know, the world realm here. Um, I I'm well aware and appreciate the the incredible international uh, appeal of betting uh, and all sports, and it, this is hardly an American phenomenon. We all right. know. Look, uh, all right, fine, um, but I don't have any. I, I, it does has never mattered to me. It's never been a part of my interest in sports. Never. No, mine, mine neither. And I, I don't, I don't bet on the NFL. So I went to Vegas to cover boxing on a few occasions, and I placed one bet, and and that was when when Peter McNeely was going up against Tyson, the local boy makes good, and I figured, hey, one lucky punch, who knows, right? 
So I put 20 bucks down on Neil McNeely, who came running out of the of the corner and won the first 15 seconds of the fight. But they were raising Tyson's hand, I believe, at 127 of the first round. Exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, you should have just drive down Las Vegas Boulevard and thrown the $20 out the window, Bob. I know, but I'm just, so I, but it's not my, I, I, but that I'm just saying that that's it. I, I'm not a gambler. I'm not a better. I, I solely understand the scope of it. It awes me, but I have no personal interest in it. So, so we, we, we've talked, you don't like the expanded format in football. So the expanded format in basketball must drive you nuts too then. Well, I mean, expand, well, I mean, they, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm a, the, the dilution of playoffs is a, and also the NBA, it, they, they've got it. And the way they stretch it out, it's so endless. It's so, you know, embarrassing, frankly, to be an NBA fan when, when, when the playoffs come and you say, well, why aren't they playing? They only, they, 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 they played two, you know, why aren't they playing tonight? They, they, they haven't played since Tuesday and, and, and it's Friday, you know, I mean, anyway, yeah, I mean, I don't need, we don't need, uh, I, but the expansion and, and the bubble, I'm not, no, you're right. I can't, I don't like it. Right. Answer is no, I don't like it, but who am I? Well, uh, speaking it's the of, only it's the only interest in keeping Raptor fans uh, interested in uh, in uh, basketball right now because they're they're one of those teams on that cusp. You know, well, no matter what you know, you, no matter what formula you come, somebody's going to be left out. And you know, it's like an NCAA tournament. You know, they they're now talking about expanding it again. Right now, it's sixty eight, and and if you if and so sixty nine is angry and and frustrated. <laughs> and if you go to one hundred, one hundred and one will be frustrated. You know, and 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 you know that I'm I am I appreciate all that, but you know. Ugh. Anyway, anyway, uh, back to football. You know, yeah. we have, uh, you know, we've seen a bunch of playoff games. Only one real blowout. Every every other one has been, you know, down to the last few minutes. Oh, including one of the most bizarre, you know, finishes of Jacksonville ever, last night. No, I mean, you know, the, oh. the fumble return, a oh. fumble return to start determining a game. Oh, yeah. Game, and of course, it goes down to the last play. And you know, it was no. I'll say this. Uh, football has provided a very entertaining weekend for the most part, you know, as, as I mean, I'm still a sports fan. When I say I can live without football, I, it doesn't mean I can't appreciate the game. I, I, I know if this somehow sounds contradictory, I'm sorry, but I can appreciate the sport, but I can live without it. You know, and my, I have a philosophical, I, get it. I have yeah. a philosophical problem with the, with the callousness and, and, and of, of, of people, uh, you know, and, and the, it's a game that maims people. It maims people and harms people later in life. And, and, and that's indisputable. And so that's why I could live without football. However, uh, the, the, hypocr the, the hypocrite in me is, have I enjoyed the weekend? Yeah, it was a great weekend of watching football. Yeah, it was. We haven't had you on since the DeMar Hamlin issue. Yeah. The NFL seems to have come out of it with, with positive PR. And they, or they, do you they, think? No, they did. And, and but the, 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 my takeaway, which maybe is what you're alluding to, I'm not sure, is, is the, the medical response was was exempt it was like a, a textbook exemplary how to do it and we learned that they were you know that all that they do prepare heavily and and then this group this these people in in, in uh um cincinnati uh certainly knew what they were doing and 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 did it and saved his life perhaps uh, and, and, and in so doing very bad forget about his career and uh that they were prepared to do it and they did it well that was very 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 impressive uh uh, that that part of it was, and 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 I actually went. I read someone, uh, a, a medical person, saying it, it it that if you're going to have something like that happen, one of the safest places you could ever have it happen is an NFL field. <laughs> you know. Now the interesting thing about this, this has been stated enough. This was not a football injury. 
No. This was a, this was a not endemic to football. This is an injury that could happen to in other sports. In fact, it has. In fact, there have been little league baseball players down in America who have been killed by the ball hitting the, the chest at the inopportune moment in the heart cycle, which is basically what this was, as far as I understand. And and uh, you know, lacrosse, I find out that people wear protective padding around their chest because a lacrosse ball could inflict a similar damage you know so this wasn't a football injury this was a sports injury or it was or, you know a medical injury but uh anyway so it wasn't it wasn't you can't blame football for this one it except it's a contact sport yeah well okay we we you know in football you what do you expect you expect pulled muscles and 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 uh and things of that well, nature you know non-life-threatening injuries is basically what you're talking about yeah but, but to have but it wasn't yeah. you know, to say, you know, you know, and torn ACLs and, and exactly and and the worst, of course, the concussion. Yeah, the concussion, and that's serious, you know, from an athletic perspective, but not like this. This guy, he, this this young man, was ex- essentially dead on the field. Yeah, and they revived him, and they did a phenomenal job, and and uh, for which we all are grateful and, and, and appreciative, and 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 laudatory, and 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 he seems like you know, and the other nice, you know, the one other positive we find out it turns out turns out he apparently is an exemplary young man. I mean, he's mm-hmm. universally liked and respected, and had that foundation, and and uh, you know, so it's nice to know that there are people like that in our midst and in, in, in our sports. It's a crazy thought, but could this guy play again? What do you think? I, I'm not ruling it out. In 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 the world of modern medicine, as we know, if he wants to, I don't know. It, it, he's young. He's otherwise incredibly healthy and 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 fit and vigorous. I I mean, I don't. I'm obviously I'm, I I am not no medical, uh, but I just I'll just say to answer your question, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if if, it, if he can actually recover to play football again if he chooses to do so. Yeah, well, you know, doctors will will take a look at statistics, and they will say, you know. This is the chance of that happening again. Well, the chance of that happening again is very, 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 very low. It was a freak. It's a freaky thing. Like, but yeah. the thing is, it's not endemic to football. That's all. It's, it could have, could it could happen, and and you know, and it has happened in other sports that we know. Yeah, that would be something, wouldn't it? If uh, if he marched number three, we'll marches yeah. back out oh, in the field. Boy, that would be. I guess that would be covered to some degree, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, I'd say. I'd say. Um. What is keeping you busy? The Bruins? Uh, oh, we are, you know, we're enjoying our winter here. And, and to keep our mind on, I mean, the, the idea that the two of them are top their leagues, respective leagues, is, is a is a ridiculous bonus that no fandom deserves. And in keeping with the t- amazing 21st century that Boston sports fans are enjoying, I hope they appreciate you know, their, their good fortune. Um, the, of the two teams, the Celtics, it could have been predicted that they would be. The Bruins, of course, and you guys well know, this is not what anyone predicted that they would be. No. That anybody would be this good because they're, they're on a record pace. I don't know if they can maintain that, but they are certainly this wasn't foreseen that the Bruins would rise to the top of the of the, of the table uh, by the middle of January. And well, I'll, t- I'll tell you what, Saturday night was as good a game as you're going to see, Bob. A Boston, Toronto, level. it was a playoff level hockey game played with uh, all the elite players. And you're always, I'm still always amazed at Patrice Bergeron and Brad Marchand every game. Well, we're grateful to have them. And, and uh, Bergeron, of course, is a treasure. Uh, and, and, and Marchand, if he, if, you know, is we, we, you never know what he's going to do, but uh, he's, he's 
is approaching some level of maturity, you know, to go along with his extraordinary skill. And uh, and he's fun to have around. He's, he's, uh, but, uh, you know, they so many things have fallen into place for them. You know, uh, the, uh, the, the, the money they invested in, in uh, Hampus Lindholm has turned out to be a great investment so far this year. Uh, how about having Krejci back? Uh, it's like getting oh, a yeah. number one draft pick, right? And get and and he's got Taylor Hall's been revived to a degree, although he's a little low lately. But but he was got off to a great start. Um, you know they they're they're deep, uh, and of course, and Omar is playing at a Vezina level uh, goal. Is and and we are and being introduced to. I had no idea personally because you know I'm I'm not a, a hockey buffer uh, expert uh, didn't realize about the personality of Jim Montgomery. He's been a really refreshing personality for us here in Boston. Uh, and he's won over, he's won people over very easily. I, about Bergeron, you know, that Boston is a town and I, I've always been th- thrilled for this, for, for the game of hockey. Cause you know, we're very, we're insecure in the game of hockey, but Boston is always um, revered hockey players like basketball players or baseball players. And like Bobby's, Bobby's at the in the top four in the Rushmore of Boston. Right. Where's Bergeron fit in? Well, he's going to go down in my. If I were ranking, you know, the all-time Boston, uh, he's he's in the top ten. I mean, to me, I mean, I think his, uh, you know, you, you, we, you're right. Our our Rushmore, which I think more people would agree on these four than wouldn't, you know, and would be Russell Williams or and Brady. Brady had to kick and bird out, you know, and this way it has to be. Um, then, then we got another second level, of very nice, you know, of, of people as well. You know, with with Kuzi was an all time great, uh, and 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 well, Milt Schmidt and, and Espo, but sure. but he's got to be in that group. He's got to be, but Bergeron, he's just he he is so well respected and so well, you know, how many selkies can somebody win? They win one after he retires because I figured nobody lived up to his standard, right? (laughs) um, No, he's, I would put him in there. And, and at the worst, he's in our top 15 all time and uh, all sports. And, and and in terms of hockey though, you know, we've got our, you know, we've we've got, we've got, or, and we've got, we've got shore and we've got, uh, but uh, Hey, come on. Uh, He, why isn't he going to be in the, in the, in in the the next guy up? I, 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 and by the way, we have a milestone because Krejci's playing his thousandth game as a Bruin the next time he steps on the ice. Oh, is he? Yeah. So, but um, the, the, the Krejci returning is a, is an amazing story, and the reason it's happened too is that he, I mean, why he came home and how they were able to convince him to come home is another piece of the uh, piece I of the puzzle. Never dreamed that he would come back. I mean, I just no. didn't. I am going home. We respected that. You know, that's fine. And and but. He's got two homes, apparently. You know, he he's I mean, he's very proprietary toward Boston, and, and and you know you can understand why. So no, it, it was a pleasure to have him back. I mean, it's it's too good. It, this is frankly, guys, to me, this is in the if I'm a too good to be true. It's too. What's happening? I mean, they they finally lost a game at home. They have yet to lose two in a row. You know, and that's something right. to strive for, um, obviously. And and you know, they're it's it's just they're and they're they're. They do it all, you know. They score goals at a high rate. Their their, their PK is uh, is is, I think it's top two or three. The goalie has got the, the numbers, the number one. If you had a best in the day, don't you? There ain't doubt he'd win if you voted now. And and, wow. <laughs> no, no, you're right. You're right. But but we, what we all know, and I don't have to tell you guys, 
winning the president's trophy is one of the great kisses of death in all American. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah, so, it can be. Oh, so there's no guarantee that if they go on and have this epic regular season that 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 it's going to, you know, once they drop that puck in, in, in April, you know, all bets are off. We got to take a quick break. Bob Ryan is with us back after this. With Bob Ryan today. Um, this is a hard one. But um, are the Bruins or, uh, the number one story in Boston or the Celtics the number one story in Boston? Or is it neither? Well, neither. I don't know. It's a great question. Um, the, the Patriots are still a fascination. You know, I mean, the fact that they've fallen down to, to mediocrity yeah. on the field doesn't mean that there isn't phenomenal interest in their fortunes. You know, that people still, you know, football has risen to number one in this town. Just, you know, and, and over the, uh, that's the greatest story of its type in my entire 50 plus years in Boston is the rise of the Patriots from, from a clear number four as recently as 30 years ago to a number one. And, and overtaking the Red Sox, which would have been inconceivable, particularly after the Red Sox won four championships, you know, in the first 18 years of the, of the century. Um, okay. But um, this is at heart. I'll tell you, it's always been a hockey town in the winter, number one. And, uh, and, but generations change. And I think it's not as overwhelmingly a hockey town as it once was with regard to basketball with the long history the Celtics have accomplished, but that's a hell of a question. Uh, I, I I really don't know. It's 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 it's. Um, but I, if I had to put the proverbial pistol to my head, I I'd say, I'd, I'd say that between the Celtics and the Bruins, the Celtics by a little margin, but uh, it's a photo. Um, in most in most places that have basketball and hockey teams, the fan base is very different. Yeah, you're either a hockey fan or you're a basketball fan. You're very rarely both. Is that the case in Boston? Yes, I think it is. I think it still is. I know it was when I first came here in 64. And for the next, you know, fill in the blank decades, uh, I, I, that was definitely true. Uh, there was a different, uh, different uh, group of people. Um, but um, I think it's, it's, it, it, it's more overlap now than, than the old days. But, but uh, the, the still... You know, it's not. I would still say it's 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 a it's a it's a different group of people. Yes. When when it, it, Toronto got the Raptors, when the Raptors came to the city in the mid nineties, um, hockey fans hated them. <laughs> well, they did because they made them buy basketball tickets. Well, but but it was also hockey fans are the most insecure people I've ever known in my life. You know, as as you alluded earlier. No, absolutely. Even like the forget the threat of of another t another NHL team, they're more worried about the threat of another sport. And b basketball, of course, is the one sport that has played in the same season as the NHL. There was a hatred. I remember when we were at uh, at Rogers at Sportsnet. There was a hatred among hockey hockey people uh, for basketball. They didn't know anything about the game, and they didn't want to. <laughs> is there any of that in Boston? Well, you know, we got it, but we got a longer history, obviously. I mean, I know. I mean, the, the Celtics are, are a charter member of the NBA, so so you know, you, you must you 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 going up here anytime in and from the forties on, you you'll be aware of the Celtics. You know, I can thrusting a, a a new team into a town in a in a country where hockey is religion and 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 as and a, one of the greatest uh, you know 
sources of it in, in Toronto, um, you know, I can understand that there would be something. We have never experienced anything like to that degree. The biggest the biggest split uh, was in the early 70s, the great the era of the big bad Bruins, in, sure. you know, and, yeah. and um, the Celtics uh, were on their way back up after they had one year down, really. After Russell retired, the first year, 69-70, um, they won 34 games. And then they, they came back the next year when Cowens got drafted, Dave Cowens, and they started winning again. And now it was uh, uh, the Bruins were on top of the world. And so there was a, and I was covering the Celtics as a young kid and uh, 23, 24 years old. And, and I was kind of resentful of the Bruins and a monopoly of the fan interest as there opposed to, Hey, we got another team here to, you know, and we, sure. you know, and, and I can tell you this looking back and, and I think I'm not alone saying this. There has seldom been in any period of time in Boston sports history when there was as much a, uh, a uh, uh, fanatical fandom as there was for those those Bruins in those years in the early seventies, and we were such a big hockey town then. That's when they when they created the uh, uh, the, the Boston uh, the, the, the high the, the minor league team. They were drawing ten thousand people, yeah, and, and um, as well on top of the Bruins, you couldn't. You it was just damn hard to get a hockey ticket. Uh, Boston Braves, Braves, yeah, they they, they were driving drawing ten thousand a night. Mm-hmm. I even went to a game. <laughs> so uh but it's 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 it but 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 basketball you know <laughs> you can't go up here and be unaware you know yeah. not not when when it's been here since 1946 yeah it, the the uh the, the one thing about boston is is they and i you know traveling as much as i have over the years you the first measure you get is the cab driver right <laughs> you get in the airport you get the cab and you say what's day, going yeah. yeah what yeah what's going on in the sports and you go to Philadelphia and, and, and no matter what, nobody knows what the Flyers are. As popular as the Flyers were in Philadelphia for the hockey fans, they weren't a factor in the marketplace. Not like the Sixers, not like the Eagles, and certainly not like the Phillies. New York, yeah, the Rangers were there a little bit. But Boston, it was equal. Boston, it was always equal. And they used to and- kid about didn't they used to kid about New York when I that's why one of the first things I heard when I started, you know, was the, that there are uh, 17,000 hockey fans in New York and they all go to every game. Same in Chicago. That's the same argument in Chicago, right? But, the old the old Chicago stadium, the attendance was 16,666. And that's how many hockey fans there are in Chicago. Now, for the record, uh, my first NHL game ever was at the old Madison Square Garden in 1960. And I can honestly say that I saw the Rocket play. Was, wow. It's, it's habitants. Uh, and we had a family friend who took me uh, took me to that game and 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 I, and I still have the program. Wow, that's Rocket Richard's last season. So yeah, I have I still have the program. Does it the, does the fact that the games the the Patriots games are played in in Foxborough matter to Boston fans? You're used to it now. You know, I mean that you that's are. You I guess yeah, that's what you do. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be nice, and and also they it's expanded their fan base. You know, I mean to. Connecticut, I mean, excuse me, to, well, to Rhode Island for sure. And, but Connecticut's not that far away. Um, you know, uh, it, it, it wasn't a bad move in, ter- in, in, in retrospect, frankly, for them. Uh, the way, it, you know, would have been nice to say you've got a stadium here in Boston. But this, people have been doing this since 1971 now. So, right. No, I know. It's just interesting because I just thought about it. And under normal circumstances, we are critical of stadia that are outside the city. Yeah. This is quite, it's a way of life now. We have 50 years. We're doing yeah, it. I know. Second stadium, it's the way it is. That's just that's that's the reality of of, of Patriots and 
it, it doesn't get talked about anymore. It's not even an issue. Well, at least Gillette Stadium is better than the original stadium that was out there. Well, the original was, you know, it served its purpose. It was original, you know, that was a marvel. That was a, I call it a prefab. It was built in nine months. Yeah. Nine months and, and back in those days. And it served a purpose. They needed something and they got it. And, and they got it. The, the land was available, uh, EM Low and the, 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 the Foxborough, uh, the racetrack was next to it. The whole thing, they, they gave them a parking lot to start. And oh my God, you know, it, it, it was a wonderful, fascinating story, but it's, it, it was necessary and, and it served its purpose, you know, and, and, and uh, now they got a, you know, the state of the art place. Hey, we haven't talked much about the Celtics. And when you consider how the season started with a change in coach oh. and a, and a soap opera that I think that was the last time you were on, it was right in the yeah. midst of the soap opera. Um, this team has really uh, accomplished a lot, hasn't it? Yeah, they have. And particularly that there's no question that no one, uh, we wonder what the impact of, of losing Emi Adoka would have and, and naming Joe Missoula. And and um, it it so far it's like nothing's changed and uh, um, they have put together a roster that I believe is one to ten the most versatile useful roster in the league. Whether this will translate into a championship and fine down the road, you know, you, because when the playoffs come, you know, you tighten the routine, you tighten the rotation. You know, people don't win with ten any longer; they win with seven or eight. Fine. But they have a, a long haul roster here that enables them to lose key people and, and keep winning, uh, which is they're doing at this present time. And uh, uh, it, it, it's it's really but the whole Missoula thing is fascinating. It, it, it uh, they, they don't seem to miss me so far at, at, at all. Uh, you know, Tatum's having an MVP, an MVP level season. Mm -hmm. I'm not stumping for him to get it. There's too many candidates. He's in the discussion. He belongs in the discussion. I'll certainly say that. Brown has been an incredible uh, wingman for him. He's averaging 25 points a game. Um, the big key for them, guys, is nothing's changed ultimately. If they are to be a true contender, if they are to hoist the 18th flag, Robert Williams must be front and center when the playoffs come every night. He changes things and gives them a dimension unavailable to them and they must have him to, they, and that's going to be that. So what they're doing right now that he's back in the lineup is uh, being very judicious with minutes, very judicious, and uh, trying to avoid back-to-backs and, and all that, which with the roster they now have with Horford uh, and, and Luke Cornett, my God, turned out to be useful. Who knew that? Um, anyway, Robert Williams is a must. He's an indispensable player if they're ever going to win a championship, and they know it. What's interesting about this year in the NBA is – it's 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 uh, a mediocre um, a group of teams. There there isn't a great team out there. There isn't. No. Well, the West. Look at the West. Look I know. Wide open. I mean, if the if the playoffs started today, who would you put your money on in the West? Yeah, it's a great question. Do you think that makes it more interesting for the fan or less? Well, see, I like greatness. Yeah, yeah. I, greatness I think... is something you remember forever. Well, we had, you know, the Warriors gave us that era. And and by the way, don't count them no. out. They're 21 and 22 as we speak right now. I don't care. Get them in. If they get in, I would respect them uh, if they're if they're healthy enough, you know. Sure. Uh, nobody's that great out there. Memphis has got the best record right now. I'll tell you a team to keep your eye on, but that's got a gargantuan if. And the if is health, and that is New Orleans. If Zion is able to play at the right time, 
they might be formidable over in the West. I, I, I like their team with him. Oh, you can, you can mention, you can mention probably 12 teams. Well, yeah. All right. That are good. But the East, the power is, enough. the power, you know, the center is the East now, you know, with, with, with Boston, Milwaukee, uh, and Philly. And who knows okay. what Brooklyn will be. Once again, they have to have their health at the time, right time, but they're capable. And uh, so they're, 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 they're the power teams right now. Yeah. Well, I, I hate to say it, but, after last summer, I guess KD was right about coaching, right? <laughs> well, you know, oh, remember, remember the meetings. I mean, we're I know. To... Um, apparently, you know, but the, this is a voice they seem to need. Uh, it, it's Jacques Vance as opposed to uh, as opposed to Steve Nash's. That's all I know. Uh, but right again, we, well, you can make that case. I guess that uh, uh, we just got through talking about Joe Mazzola, you know, uh, mm-hmm. and, and Joe Mazzola being elevated, you know, out of out of most people's obscurity the nba people knew him of course and people but uh um, not most people did not know who joe mazula was there's no doubt at all you know the, the casual fan had no no clue and and uh well what were the nets when they when they uh, made the coaching change two and five Something i don't like know that? exactly but you know Something not like very that. good all i know is that they started to win when when Kyrie got in the lineup and and whatever uh yeah. uh jock vaughn's whispering in his ear it's working you know, but yeah, they, after the suspension, you're right. After the suspension, they started to play as a team again, right? Yeah, they they they're, they're, they're dangerous and, and they got the, so and of course Durant. So they just gotta get in. That, that, the goal is get in. You know, to keep your head above water until he gets back and and, and get in and see what happens at the time. The right, the right time. Another team that you know could I, I I've kept my eye on. Not that they're gonna cause them. Well, the the Knicks. You know, you don't you you got to show up. Be ready to play now against the Knicks. I'll say that. Jalen Brunson, by the way, is going yeah. crazy. Yeah. And, and when, when they signed Jalen Brunson, and who I loved as a player, and one of them, but I wanted him as a backup. I wanted him as an auxiliary player. I thought they vastly overpaid him. He's having a phenomenal, a phenomenal month of uh, of January, and uh, you know, so they're they're getting all, they're getting more than their money's worth out of him right now. Um. Do you think coaching in the NBA is is more important than coaching elsewhere, or well, less? Coaching, you know, it's 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 the person. It's not the X and O thing. It's it it's 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 the managing the egos. It's it's knowing when to, I think, uh, you know, w- when to come back off and when you don't want to overcoach and but and when to say, hey guys, we got to do this the right way. I I think it's about the, the managing of people and and as as much as it is anything to do with. With, with technicalities, particularly the way the game is now, we all know who, who's going against the grain. Three point shots, you know, you got to you got to take them and make them, and you got to defend against them, and 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 that's the game so much anymore. But yeah. I just think uh, uh, the, the the voices the voice matters. But other, yeah. I think the most important, you know, is football coaching. Well, yeah. of course. And then then we then we can start the argument. But I think we can all agree that football is, is the most important. So, yeah. so, so, so this weekend, LeBron James became the, only the second player to get to thirty-eight thousand points. Yeah. Um, I, I'm not. I, maybe I shouldn't ask you about the crystal ball, but a, where where can he get to? And b, um, does it matter anymore? Because it's you know, because this is such a you know, individual is one thing, but this is a team sport and. Yeah. Other well, than the bubble year, what has LeBron done as a league? Well, this is just a belt notch thing for him. He's going to have enough accolades. This is what he'll get it, obviously, unless he gets hurt when something serious happens. He will. He will. 
retire as the number one scorer, you know, and and, and that's fine. It's not that the most important thing, winning championships is the most important thing, but uh, he, uh, it's a tribute to longevity, to the fitness, to kept himself, yeah. to be able to play at this level. Another routine 37, 38 last night, you know, and, and they lost by one to Philly in that game. But hey, he's he's remarkable in that regard. I, I take my hat off to him. I truly do. Um, I, I've never been a LeBron hater at all. I'm a, I've been a LeBron admirer since the very first game I ever saw him play in Boston as a rookie. And I, I and, and um, I said, oh, my God, it's all true. You know, <laughs> what his vision is, court vision, all that stuff. Um, no, it's it just it's it's amazing tribute that, that, that he's just good. And, and, and he's 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 acutely aware of history, too. You know, he's he's out there saying, I don't think anybody's ever played this well at 38. And he's right, mm-hmm. by the way. He's yeah. right. So now this one thing with him, he talked about publicly wanting to play with the kid, with Bronny, you know. Well, and now we're getting, you know, there's always been this revisionist, not revisionist, this contrarian theory. Bronny's not that good. Bronny's a really nice high school player, but there he's not as he's. You know, there's no way that you can project that Bronny would ever be good enough to be in the NBA other than in uh, LeBron's mind right now, from what I'm gathering. Bronny's a nice high school player. He'll be, uh, you know, but, he, you know, that's that's something that we'll see. But people, He doesn't look like an NBA player right now. Of, no, there's a lot of skeptics about that. I think this, do, you, do you think LeBron will play another five years? Uh, God, I don't know. If, if, if his goal is to stick around and hope that that kid comes into the league, I guess. I don't know. It's like, who would have? Uh, he, he does have other interests. You know, he's trying to, you know. I know, but he doesn't look like he's playing. He's just out there running around making, you know, well, the, a bunch, the Lakers, bunch of money. Yeah, he looks well, like he's Lakers, trying. I think he, no, he's, you know, I, I think he's, I would very much like to, to win another one, but I don't know. Five years, that's a lot. I'll say no. Five's too much. You think that's too much? Uh, listen, we got to get out of here. Time is our enemy. Thank you, Mr. Ryan. As always, we oh, wish you're you welcome. We wish you uh, good health. Okay. All the best, and we'll talk. And let me soon. go on record as saying, if the Bruins don't win, I'm pulling for the Leafs. I've made that clear. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Well, only I person have. in North America that will do that. Brian Lewis at Transylvania University, a great Far Heel uh, Canadian, uh, and I've made it clear to him that he's a this he, that uh, I'm rooting for the Leafs. So. Uh, that that that's um, I just want you to know that I, I mean it too. Well, our audience is appreciative of the information. We thank you very much for that <laughs> okay. and uh, and everything else. Thank you. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye bye. Bob Ryan, back in a minute. Our thanks to uh, Bob Ryan for uh, joining us today. Been a while. Nice of him to come on, on on the holiday. Yeah, it's a holiday holiday in America. Yep. yep. Martin Luther Martin King, Luther Day, King right? Day. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So it was nice of him to do that. When he was booked, the producer did not know, realized that it was a holiday today. Well, he's a Canadian. A producer? Yes. Yeah. Most so, days. Yes, most <laughs> days. But you would think he would have a little more international awareness. I know, I know, I know, I know. Um, did you now? Did you watch the hockey game Saturday, Bob? Uh, or did Boston, you watch Toronto? the Raptors? Yeah, Toronto-Boston. Yeah. Parts. Yeah. Only what what part. a hockey. What a hockey game. Yeah, and and you know the problem. Yes, but you are a hockey puck, so you you would love no. You, you'd no, love like an I watch eleven lot, nothing game. No, I wouldn't. Yes, wouldn't. you would. There's there's lots of eleven nothing. I did watch an eleven nothing Boston Toronto. Like you game are once. the stereotypical hockey fan. All you want to talk about is hockey. You. Th- well, I, what do you want to talk about? Uh, whatever's going on. Raptors lost again. 
They were three and Raptors up once. Three and three on the homestand. What do you do now? Well, that's a good question. I think that's a more interesting question than what do the Leafs do going, you know. No, I just asked you if you watched the game. Yeah, but then you went on to tell me about how great the game was. It was a great game. But what are the Raptors going to do now? I don't doubt that. What are the Raptors going to do? How do I know? I have no no clue whatsoever. What would you do? Blow it up. That's what I do. This is a recording. Well, I'm sorry, but if you if if your goal is to win a championship, you're not going to win a championship with these guys. No, that's right. And that's I'll right. tell you, I, I I probably would start with Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, that's the guy I dangle. I, I well, he's going to be. I guess with, with the I was going to say with the option next year, I think you have to. I think I mean you know with if you're trying to do that, but if you get rid of him, you are you are definitely announcing to your fan base we are going in a different direction folks well no matter what you do i think you're going to be making that announcement aren't you you well, would be to me if you don't trade him and you try to keep the you know this band together you're saying we're you know we you're you're you know walking uphill but we're gonna you know try to make make something out of nothing which i don't think is possible you know, you can debate, you know, you can't really have the, the point guard debate anymore because the Raptors don't use Van Vliet to bring the ball up court. They don't use him in, in the middle to set things up every time by any stretch no. of the well, imagination. They don't use him like they use Kyle Lowry, that's for sure. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, you don't have to go and get another point guard. You would, you probably would, but you don't have to. So, um, I don't know what you're telling people. You, you you could you know you can make some statement afterwards and say you know we love him but uh, we're not going to give him a hundred plus million dollars and we tried to get a contract with him and he didn't he didn't want to sign it yeah you can say all that kind of stuff you can go down that road oh, actually I wonder with with his performance recently and does he reconsider the player option it's an no. interesting question well I don't I don't think so I think he well, understands most guys probably, don't so yeah he's probably going to go someplace else hey we got to get out of here. Okay. Uh, Happy Monday. Thank you very much. And uh, we'll see you soon. Goodbye. Hurry into Ram Power Days and experience the raw power of the Ram 3500 with available best-in-class torque and towing among 350-3500 pickups when properly equipped. Strap yourself in for one powerful ride in the Ram TRX with the most horsepower of any gas pickup ever built. Or the Ram 1500, awarded number one in driver appeal among light-duty pickups by J.D. Power three years in a row. Hurry into Ram Power Days going on now. For J.D. Power 2022 U.S. award information, visit jdpower.com awards.